you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Touchdown! 51 yards for Ray Rice. Brady fires to the right, wide open, inside the 20 to the 15 to the 10, and dancing into the end zone, Aaron Hernandez. Stafford back, sets, throws, end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions, Calvin Johnson. If you like the NFL, you're going to like NFL Fantasy Live, featuring the experts of NFL.com. I'm Jason Smith, seated to my right, Michael Fabiano, NFL.com senior fantasy editor. The debut of NFL Fantasy Live here on SiriusXM. Getting ready, we'll get you set every Tuesday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, noon to 2 Pacific. We'll get you everything you need fantasy-wise. We'll take you through the entire NFL season, get through all breaking news. You'll hear a lot of hair metal, and uh, we're going to talk Star Wars, right? That's pretty much our show, fans. Absolutely, and uh, our uh, our third head, as, 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 he, as he is, Jason, uh, Elliot Harrison is not with us today. He is... In Texas, he's alive. Don't say he's skirts. not with us today. Yeah, somewhere back in uh, in the deep south, but he'll be back with <laughs> us next week. Yeah, we're gonna have Dave Damashek's gonna stop by today, mm-hmm. talk a little bit. Another member of our fantasy live crew, Adam Rank, is gonna come by as well uh, to talk as we get ready for the draft, get ready for going to New York for the big NFL fantasy kickoff weekend, which you can attend for free. We'll talk about that coming up during the show today. And, of course, as always, the phone number to get in is 888-963-2682, 888-XM-FANTASY. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano here, Series 210, XM87. So to start today, I know it's not quite Halloween, although you're wearing a Hartford Whalers hat and you're not a hockey fan, so that's kind of... Yeah, but I'm from Connecticut, and and I like to be unique here. I figure the only person in the state of California that has this hat is me. That hat specifically, yeah. But come to my house, I'll show you a bunch of Whalers hats. I okay. mean, it's my team, and you're wearing my team's hat that you don't root for. Well, when they were in Connecticut, and I lived in Connecticut, if there was a hockey team that I would follow, it would be the Whalers. I'm not a huge hockey fan, but it's, I'm just giving my native state a little love here, Smith. Wow, look That's at you. All. You're, like, you're like when Ashton Kutcher wears like a, you know, a PokerNet.com hat during an interview. I was trying to give a website some love oh, over right. here. You know, I'm, not not any, any, I'm not getting anything for this. I'm just, <laughs> I like the hat. I just like the hat. That's all. You know? All right, but it's not Yankees or Cowboys, so I figured maybe you'd appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, but it's blue. It's Cowboy I, blue. I know, but that's I like blue. You wear everything is Cowboy blue or Yankee pinstripe with you. All right. We'll see. <laughs> Every day. You're starting already, is. Smith. We Every day even... it is. That's because the Mets have been horrible, and we're not well, going to make oh, a trade Oh, that's right. Yeah, line. somebody's going to owe somebody lunch. Yeah. Uh, <clears> I <throat> bring that up. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about being scared. It's not Halloween. 
Let's talk about being scared. All the big news the last few days coming out of training camps. Let's let's see how scared you are fantasy wise mm-hmm. when it comes to certain topics. Right. And the number one thing is Maurice Jones-Drew's holdout. Yeah, right. Right now, it doesn't look like he's going to get a new deal. Shad Khan says, "Well, if I redo a deal for him, I got to do a I deal hear for his the name, whole I team." I think of Shaka Khan. Shad, 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 Shad Khan. Yeah. Shad Khan. Yeah. I just think of the mustache. Yeah. You know, when, I, when I see Shad Khan. Yep. But proving to be a first-time owner jitters saying, well, if I do it for MJD, i got to do it for everybody. No, 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 dude, you do it for MJD. He's your best player. But he says Maurice Jones-Drew is not getting a contract. MJD says, I'm not coming without a new contract. This will eventually play out. He will sign. He'll get paid. Well, he'll yeah. come into camp you, you late. You think so? There's, the guys just don't hold so? out. I, guys just don't hold out like that anymore. No, no, no. Uh, Maybe he ends his holdout, but I don't know if they're going to give him any more money. Well, you know, they may do one of those deals like they did, like uh, the Jets did with Revis or the Titans did with Chris Johnson. And a what happened years to ago. both of those extra players money. when they held out? But that's the thing. Here's MJD, who is a first round pick in fantasy. But as his holdout progresses, there gets to be a point where I'm too afraid to draft him because I'm going to have to take him in the first round because mm-hmm. that, that's that's his talent. That's where he's going to go. But am I going to take MJD in the first round if he's holding out? Because I know he's going to come in late, and what happens to running backs all the time is the same thing. They come in and they rush to get back into shape. They have nagging hamstring and or Achilles and and groin injuries, g- g- groin injuries the entire season, <laughs> and they have a down year. I, I, the, I'm, I'd be too scared to draft. You know, what, you, you, you know what's funny though, and I agree with you, is that you know, SiriusXM had their celebrity fantasy football draft a couple of weeks back, and Jones Drew was a part of that draft, and he had the number one overall pick. And guess who we took? Well, he got to take himself. Took himself. He can't not. So, take himself. do you think that MJD will have less of a holdout just in case <laughs> because he doesn't want to get hurt and have his first pick in the draft? Be a bust, even though it's himself. So, Do you understand that? So he's got millions and millions of dollars on the table, but in his fantasy but league, because he's going he to come himself for that. number one overall, he'll come back to camp in order to stay healthy and avoid him being a bust for his fantasy team. I love fantasy football. I love when players play fantasy football. It's great. Yeah. See, I think he would have sent a message if he didn't draft himself. First yes. overall pick, Arian Foster. Why? I'm holding out. I'm not coming up without a new deal, man. <laughs> yeah, Why? no, I agree with you, though. We, we've seen this time and time again, whether it's Chris Johnson last year, Larry Johnson in the past, Steven Jackson in the past. I think the only running back, prominent running back, that's held out and actually didn't see his numbers drop or suffer an injury was Emmett Smith. Oh, that's like in 1993. 93. You have to be a little bit concerned about this. And the longer it holds out, uh, the longer that he holds out, the fall, the faster his ADP is going to fall. Right now he's got a first-round ADP on NFL.com. If he continues to hold out, two things are going to happen. You're going to see, number one, his ADP will drop probably in around two. I don't think it will drop in around three. Uh, and the second thing that's going to happen is that Rashad Jennings, who's coming off of a, a knee injury last year, is going to start rising because he would be the guy. If Jones Drew's holdout is extremely extended, yeah, I think you get to the point. Right now, we did our, our NFL Experts League draft. We did a mock draft a couple weeks ago, and Jones Drew didn't go in the first round then. And this was before anything was happening. Anything was hinky with him, and we knew he might hold out. He hinky? might be there. Hinky. What's hinky? Hinky from the Fugitive. You remember when he kept saying hinky? And Tommy Lee Jones says. Don't use words around me you don't know what they mean. I'm taking the stairs. Yeah, don't use words around me that I don't know what they mean. So. He, says, he says hinky. But okay. this was back then. I mean, I remember I picked back-to-back the end of the first round, beginning of the second round, and I went Cam Newton, Ryan Matthews. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a 10-team league. I went Cam Newton, Ryan Matthews, because yep. it was Ryan Matthews or MJD. I, mm-hmm. I think Matthews is on the way up, which we'll get to Ryan Matthews coming up in a bit on the show, obviously. But mm-hmm. MJD is, because he's coming off that career year, and he's got the holdout, and you don't know, I don't know if it comes down to it. Even if he gets into camp soon, if I'm sitting there saying, well, am I taking MJD or LaShawn McCoy? I'm taking LaShawn McCoy. If I'm taking MJD or Tom Brady, I'm going to take Tom Brady. It's mm-hmm. like I, the, the, the first round, there's too much talent out there for me to say, well, I'll roll the dice with more. Jones. Yeah, I think uh, what's going to happen, Jason, is, uh, again, the longer he holds out, you're going to start seeing people drafting Ryan Matthews ahead of him at running back. You're going to see Chris Johnson drafted ahead of him. I don't know that you'll see someone like a Matt Forte or a Trent Richardson drafted ahead of him, but potentially, uh, depending on how long this holdout lasts, you're going to see MJD start to fall. And you saw this a little bit last year with Chris Johnson. People started to get worried and he was falling down in drafts. Uh, I remember in our NFL Network draft, I think Rich Eisen got him at the end of second round, somewhere around there. Uh, and at that point, he thought, oh, man, I had a steal. And obviously, it didn't turn out that way. But this is a concern. It's a trend that you have to really factor into the situation with Maurice Jones-Drew if you're a fantasy owner. When guys hold out, oftentimes they get hurt or their production is not as good as it used to be and, and what we're used to. Well, especially at running back. If you're a wide receiver, you come in late, okay. Take you a little while to get into yeah, game Mike shape, but you're all right. Mike right. Wallace, I'm not as concerned about. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about his conditioning and getting back into it as much as I am. How upset is he now that Antonio Brown just got $42 million and they wouldn't read right. his deal and give him yeah. money? Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit more concern. But I'm not worried about I'm not worried about Dwayne Bowe. He's going to come in and be fine. But running backs is who it happens to. These mm-hmm. guys come in and because you rush, and you never get rid of those nagging injuries all season long. You never. You the, the hamstring, whatever you know, unless you sit games out like mm-hmm. Arian Foster did, and as great as he was last year, I mean, you were without your top pick for over three and a half weeks. All right, Smith, because he, he sat out. I, I'm I'm looking on your on your rankings on NFL.com right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have Chris Johnson number one, number one, baby, at running back number so one. You have Johnson, and then you have Arian Foster two. You have Lashawn McCoy three. You've yep. got Ray Rice four, and then Jones drew five. What's the cliff? If Jones Drew's holdout lasts through, say, the end of this week, you take Ryan Matthews ahead of him? Oh, I take him ahead of him regardless. Forte? I, uh, Forte, no. Forte, I would I would still go Maurice Jones Drew. But then you're in the second round now. Now you're into the second round. My first round pick, I'm not gonna he's not gonna be the first guy I have off the board. What about a guy like Darren McFadden? No, I take Maurice Jones Drew ahead of McFadden. Okay. Because I know McFadden's gonna get hurt. DeMarco Murray? DeMarco Murray, I would not take – even though he's on the way up, it still would be hard to take him ahead of Maurice Jones. A guy who's on my fantasy man crush list, Trent Richardson? Trent Richardson, I might. Mm-hmm. As time goes on, seeing how, how good he looks, just because I know he's going to get the carries. Forget the fact that he's in Cleveland. He's going to touch the ball 300. I just keep thinking that, that number 300's in my head when I think about Trent Richardson. Mm-hmm. And not, not that he's fighting alongside Gerard Butler in the, in the movie The 300. But I'm, I he could be thinking. in that movie. Yeah, I interviewed right. him this offseason. That dude's jacked. Oh, oh. He is jacked. Did you like The 300? I did. That was that was a fun movie. Yeah, I did. It's I a real guy movie. movie though. It was it was a very good movie. It's yeah. not I it's not it. it's, it's not a not a not a chick flick at all. That's no. a real well, guy movie. What do you think? I watch those things. It's just a chick flick. No, I'm I don't. That, see, and that's why you're single. If you would be more sensitive, maybe I like being more single. I'm flicks. in Los Angeles. You know how many good looking women are here. As long a as I don't hang out with Harrison because they all jump on him. Yeah. <laughs> 
See, I'm good. You you have to find like that actress who is into fantasy football and then meets you and suddenly it's like, oh my god, it's love at first sight. He's so great and he helps my fantasy team. Yeah. And then if tough, you though. ever left her, or you could just kind of throw it out there saying, you know, you better stay with me because if I ever get a hint that you might be leaving, I'm going to start giving you bad fantasy <laughs> advice. And then she would stay with you. I, I don't know that any L.A. actresses are basing their their decision on dating a guy, uh, whether or not he knows fantasy football or not. I don't know. I think people have based their decisions on less. I don't know about that, buddy. All right. Well, I don't know about that one. Speaking of, let's continue on with being scared here. But if Jason Kate Upton Smith. is listening, or sure. Kate Beckinsale, or, you know. Does her name have to be Kate? Is that what it is? No. Uh, oh, okay. there's, there's, there's some others. There's if definitely you, some others. If you were dating Kate Upton, you could find out about Sanchez because she dated Sanchez. And then you could find out what his, you know, you know what I, his fantasy value would be. I don't know. She would tell you. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you she think would. You think she would tell me? She was, we, we talked to her on the set uh, when we were at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and she was like real close to start saying stuff about Sanchez, and then we went in another direction. Really? Yeah, I was kind of bummed about that. Now, is this before or after you put your eyes back in your head? Uh, well, as as a few of my Twitter followers pointed out to me saying, Jason, so you're sitting next to Kate Upton, mm-hmm. and you wanted to talk about Mark Sanchez. And I was like, yeah. That oh, is, that I, is see funny. Wh- I see what's that is wrong funny. with that. And this is pre-Cat Daddy, right? Uh, yes, yes. So I was a Dear little... Dear Lord, that is yeah. one of the greatest videos ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest ever made. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano. Talking about something other than fantasy football, but still a fantasy. It's still fantasy. I mean, Kate Upton would go very early in your supermodel draft league. Uh, Probably number one. She would go very early. Would she go number one? Ahead of Brooklyn Decker? Uh, Yeah, I think she's number one. Wow. See, I I would still go Brooklyn Decker ahead. Yeah? Yeah, I go Brooklyn Decker. And I got it. It's it's close. I mean, I got a tweet from uh, Kathy Ireland a couple weeks ago, so I may have to put her back up there just because she tweeted. Oh, what does she look like now, though? She looks really good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ah, She looks really good. She, looks like. I, she was on my plane going to New York. I tweeted, hey, the were Mets are winning and Kathy Ireland's were, on were, my plane. Were you Things all creepy great. with no, her? No, no, no. I didn't even talk to her because I didn't see her until she was getting off the plane and going and everything, and I'm waiting for my bags, and I'm with my wife and my daughter. I'm not going to walk up to her and go, I remember when you were the kicker in Necessary Roughness. That was so cool. But I tweeted, oh, the Mets are winning. I tweeted, the Mets are winning. <laughs> Yeah, that's not her. Yes, it is her. That's not. That's not her. It that, is. that is absolutely uh, not. I don't Kathy know. I just. Ireland. I just googled that's it. That's some woman. They put. That's Kathy Ireland right there. There okay. you go. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Kate Upton's the. You know, she's the bee's knees, as they say. <sighs> Who says? Nobody says that. Some people say it. No, I think you're the only person that says she's, that. Uh, she's. Yeah, she's. She's good looking. Uh, yeah, Upton's grill is a little. Listen, up that, that's like Dylan you know Miller's what that, that is yeah. like saying that I wouldn't date Megan Fox because she's got weird thumbs. Come uh, on, it's Megan Fox. Yeah. Would you make her wear, like, like mittens on her hand for your date? Make her wear, like, oven mitts? Come uh, on. Upton's got a messed up grill. Uh, Megan Fox has weird toe thumbs. And uh, who was the other one? Kathy Ireland. No, no, no. Kathy Ireland's good. Yeah. That's see, a good yeah, one. That's, that's right. a good one. See, Dylan Milner, our producer, is a smart guy. You guys, guy. we're going to agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> that's all I'm saying there. 888-963-2682, 888-XM-FANTASY. Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano from NFL Network and NFL.com. Messed up grill. We're talking about messed up grills and guys you are scared of there's fantasy-wise. There's plenty of other stuff that's real good on her that makes up for a messed up grill. Would you let it go with Kate Upton? My God, are you okay? I'm good. Do you I'm feel good. like, I'm are good. you getting on Twitter to tweet Kate Upton to say, hey, uh, no, no, guy no. I'm with is kind of ripping no, no, you. No, no, but I good. still love We're you. We're good. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you're not. Okay. Right, We're just, good. Just making sure. Making sure. Andre Johnson's hamstring. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a guy who has been a top five fantasy wide receiver for a long time mm-hmm. now, but he's on the wrong side of 30. He's coming off an injury. Here he is early in training camp, hamstring injury. He scares me to the point that where he's going to go 
in the draft. If he still, I don't have him in my top five this year. I have him, I have him outside it. I think there's more guys that are on the way up. I think we've seen the best of Andre Johnson. I think that this injury hamstrings always linger, and they don't throw the football as much as they used to. This is not that same team from two, three years ago. There's other receivers, Percy Harvin. I would rather, oh, I I would rather take, take over, over, over him. him. I couldn't do I, it. I, they're just going to throw the football more. I think you're going to get more production out of those guys. I, I couldn't do it. I, listen, I, I don't like the fact that he got hurt already. It's not a serious injury. But what worries me is the fact that you know, he had the hamstring injury last year, and he had to have surgery, and now – a few days into camp, he's got a groin. He's okay, but I mean, I, I, it's like core stuff. I wonder. I wonder if just his workout regimen. I, I don't know. I, I wonder. He needs the body blade. I wonder what's. Go- I wonder what's <laughs> going on with him because of these injuries. And I mean, on the wrong side of thirty, he's thirty-one. I don't care about that. I, that's I, still the wrong side of thirty. St- listen, I'm almost on the on the wrong side of forty. Yeah, I am on the wrong you side are. of forty. So I'm not so worried about the thirty thing. I'm more worried about why can't he stay healthy over the last couple of years. It's all leg injuries and, and you know, like now he's got the groin injury. I still think he's a top five fantasy wide receiver. It would be hard for me to pass him up if he fell into the middle or late of the second round, especially if I'm in a PPR league. But he is clearly a risk. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it. He, and this is going to be sort of the do or die year for Andre Johnson. I think this is also a similar situation with Antonio Gates. He's been hurt the last couple of years, but we know how good he is. You'll probably still draft him as a top five tight end this year, right? Whereas you'll probably draft Andre Johnson as a top five wideout. If they don't produce or they get hurt again this year, that's it. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's they, it. they fall off the face of the, of, then, of the then, earth next then year. Then these guys are, are, are I would say Gates is a, is a low-end one at best, and Johnson could fall into wideout two category because – this is going to be the third year if he does have injury issues uh, in 2012 where fantasy owners have leaned on him and been burned. Yeah, that, that's why I can't draft him, simply because I, we've see, seen, I never we've say seen never. his best. I never say never. If he falls to his spot, like, I don't like but Michael he's not Turner at fall, all this year. But that's the thing. He's not going to fall. I, I, in a perfect world, we say we say things like, oh, if this guy falls, but he's not. You You're going to have to take you him never know. So there, there's people out there that don't want anything to do with him, just like you. I, I know Adam Rank, uh, our buddy from NFL Fantasy Live, is not a big fan of Andre because he burned him last year. So if you're in a league with a bunch of people who have different draft strategies and other people who don't like Andre Johnson because of these injury issues, well, he could fall into the late second round, maybe even the third round. And at that point, you know what? I'll take a risk. All right, one other bit of news to get to here for a second. I'm staying away from Andre Johnson. Fabs mm-hmm. is sticking with him. Michael, sticking with him again. You're sticking with the top five. I, I with just that can't. Caveat. With that I, caveat. I just can't. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Twitter at HowAboutAFresca. He's at Michael underscore Fabiano. Get your Twitter questions in. We'll get to a few of them coming up throughout the show today. One other bit of news to get to here. Braylon Edwards finally has a home. What are finally. the Seahawks doing? I don't know. They're, I think they're trying to get every wide receiver who is marginally talented and just seeing well, what so, they can do. So, so here's, here's their group of receivers now. Okay? Steve Largent. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so you've got, you've got their number one receiver, Sidney Rice, and you want to talk about injury prone. He can't stay out of the trainer's room. What a stay bust his, he was last year. Right. Uh, and, by the way, he's only had one good year in fantasy, and that was when Brett Favre was his quarterback. You've got Golden Tate, but now – Braylon Edwards could push him for that second spot in the depth chart. You've got Doug Baldwin, who suddenly loses some value because now you've got Edwards in there because of the target issue. And then they've got Zach Miller, who would have been a very good fantasy tight end last year had he played in Oakland, remember. And they also have Kellen Winslow. 
So, listen, I I know the people of Seattle don't like me because I always stay away from their players. I'm not even a fan of Mar- Mar- Marshawn Lynch this year. You're not even a fan of grunge, and that that's like the worst uh, thing th- in well, Seattle. Well, grunge took away our music. I know it did. It took away our they hair metal. It killed our music. It did. It did. Let's I not know. get into that. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's what's got you more upset than anything. I, I can't draft a Seahawk. I can't the defense I could draft. No, I, I can maybe I can maybe draft yeah. Lynch as a two. I'm not drafting him as a one. But when was the last time a Seahawk receiver was you know really good in fantasy? Really Steve good. Argent. Well, Daryl Jackson had a couple of good years, but that's it. Yeah, that's and, it. And Baldwin had the most value of anybody going in, just because it looked like and he, now, was gonna, he was right. going to be the number one guy there. And now you have no idea. I, I've got to update my player rankings uh, uh, for sure, and, and then you've got the whole. Uh, you know, situation there with um, with, with Matt Flynn and Tavares Jackson, and they're even Russell Wilson's in there getting first team snaps. Yeah, that I don't believe. You know what? You know what they say in the top? Forget about it. I'm yeah. not. De- I'm not dealing with any of these Seattle players. These, these Seattle, they're fugazis. Forget they're about they're it. Fakes. Forget about it. Matt Flynn's still going to win that job just because they I think didn't so give too. him a lot of money to sit back and say, "Oh, you didn't outperform Tavares Jackson." I think so too. He's going to wind up being the guy. All right. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Uh, coming up next on NFL Fantasy Live, we have some inside information on some quarterback battles and running back battles, and I believe. Our buddy at NFL Fantasy Live, Adam Reich, is going to stop by. All the the inside information is coming up next here on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Sirius 210, XM 87. The shotgun locker can't find anybody. He's a great runner with all sorts of room. 10-5, touchdown. A 22-yard scamper for Jake Locker. Well, you know, that wasn't a locker fantasy owner calling that because it would have been a little more exciting. It is NFL Fantasy Live here on Sirius XM, Sirius 210, XM 87. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, and our partner in crime from NFL Fantasy Live, Adam Rank, as we get set to debut NFL Fantasy Live again uh, August 13th on NFL.com. And then September 2nd, we hit the network six days a week, an hour a day only on NFL Network, and we're getting ready to talk fantasy, and we've been talking fantasy, and talk fantasy here with Adam Reich, coming off the Dave Damashek Football Program podcast, which I believe is available on iTunes. It is available on is iTunes. Because I I, you never make that clear. <laughs> I never do. I know. I should I should promote that more. But thank you, Jason Smith. Thank you, Michael Fabiano, for having me on. I appreciate it. I noticed we had the uh, warrant down, boys. I did see Warrant and Skid Row recently so in a free jealous, concert. Too. Uh, listen, if you can see either one of those bands without their original lead singer, I think you have to do it. <laughs> uh, I will admit, though, I was here. I was listening to I was listening to Sirius earlier today. I was looking for the uh, Jamie Edmondson show or Mike the Miz or somebody. You guys were on. I heard my name being mentioned about somebody who was burned by Dre Johnson. And I'm that kind of fantasy player that when somebody when somebody burns me. I will write them off forever. It doesn't matter. They're it's dead been, to you. They're, they're dead to me. Like it's 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 kind of like maybe a fantasy lifeboat or something. It's like you know what? <laughs> At one point you're just tossed off, and you know what? And then, and, and Dre Johnson is in the ocean. You're such a ten year old Fabiano. Dre Johnson is sitting there. You know, he's floating. He's floating on a on a on a door or something in the middle of the Atlantic. You're like you know what? You stay on the door. So he, so you will not. Yeah, dra- you're not getting into if, the fantasy lifeboat. If you are in a fantasy draft where for some reason he is untouched in round five, you are still untouched in round five. You are yeah, still not going to draft Andre Johnson. Well, if you want to throw out hypotheticals like that, then yes, I would lean over to my new wife Angie Harmon and say, "You know what, sweetheart? <laughs> We're drafting Dre Johnson because it's the fifth round and he's ready to go." 
Okay, and she's done doing Rizzoli and Isle, so she'd be have time to hang I'll around do with an, you and do your fantasy draft. I'm doing a walk on that day, actually. Oh, very nice. So. Are you going to be Rizzoli or Isles? Uh, the other one. Oh, okay, good. Very. Good. <laughs> All right, now we talk about a bit of a breaking news here that uh, NFL Network and NFL.com's Michael Lombardi has had the last couple of hours here, and let's talk about a big quarterback battle. You heard the Jake Locker highlight right there. Michael Lombardi is reporting that Jake Locker is the favorite to win the starting job in Tennessee, and I think this suddenly puts an extra quarterback, a quarterback two in play, because none of us like Matt Hasselbeck. We'd stay away from him. But Jake Locker showed last year he could put some points on the board. He has a little bit of that magic in him, making big plays. Suddenly, if he wins the job early, and it's his job going in, Fabs, he's a guy that you you say, okay, right around when time you're going to take Andrew Locker, RG3, one of those guys. Jake Locker's in that mix to be a, to be a, a real good number two guy. I think he is definitely going to be someone who you can target somewhere in the late rounds. And Tennessee's schedule is real tough the first three weeks. So even if Hasselbeck does keep that job, if the Titans are 1-2, and 0-3, oh they could easily go to Locker and let him take over and, hey, this is his team into the foreseeable future. We did see some flashes with Locker last year. He can get out of the pocket a little bit. He makes plays with his feet. He actually can score some fantasy points for your team. Now, the one thing that I would say is that the quarterback position is so unbelievably, ridiculously deep this year that I don't know that he's going to emerge into a number one fantasy quarterback, but he could be a matchup-based starter, no doubt about that. I mean, last year, guys, I won one of my fantasy leagues with Matt Moore down the stretch because I liked those matchups that he had. I didn't have the elite quarterback. So you can definitely target Locker somewhere in the late rounds. As a number two, again, as a matchup-based starter, I don't think he's going to come out and be Cam Newton, for example. He's not going to be one of these top five guys. But I do like the fact that if they do go with Locker, as Michael Lombardi says he has learned that he's the favorite, that's good news for the passing game also. Okay, You know Chris Johnson's going to run the football, but this is good news for Kenny Britt if he's even playing in the first Four, he could get arrested again. Six, who knows? What a knucklehead. <laughs> it's very good news for Kendall Wright, who signed today. It's very good news for Jared Cook, who's a deep sleeper in fantasy. Uh, it's very good news for Nate Washington, who had a 1,000-yard season in, in 2011. So certainly a situation that fantasy owners need to keep tabs on because if Locker becomes the guy, he's very draftable in seasonal leagues. Yeah, it's one of those situations, and you talk about the early season schedule. They're playing the Patriots, the Chargers, the Lions, the Texans, and then they play the Vikings in Week 5. Guys are starting to get into bye weeks in Week 5. There's a chance that Jake Locker could come in and and be a serviceable uh, backup for you because you look at your fantasy drafts, you're going to take a stud, hopefully, with your first pick as a quarterback. You're going to get either one of the top guys or you're going to wait for somebody like Tony Romo or Phillip Rivers or even Eli Manning. When you go to select your second quarterback, you have the opportunity to draft some of the curtain jerkers, some of the mid-card jobbers. Listen, Joe Flacco, he's not going to be an elite fantasy quarterback. Mark Sanchez probably won't have six rushing touchdowns again, which was all of his value last year in 2011. Why not take a chance on a guy like Jake Locker, who has what they would call a fantasy ceiling, who could be the guy who goes up and puts up some big points, him, Luck, RG3. These guys have the opportunity to be big-time guys. And you know what you're getting. Like You know what you're going to get with Matt Schaub. You're going to get a guy who's going to be handing off the ball to Ben Tate and Arian Foster all the time and then wishing that Andre Johnson was healthy enough to play. So you know what you're getting with him. Why not take a chance on somebody like him? All right, let me throw this guys out, out there to you. You're taking your second quarterback. Mm-hmm. Locker, Luck, and RG3 are all on the board. You can have your pick at any one of those three guys. Who do you take? 
If you're going to ask me, I'm going to say... And Locker is the starter. Let me say. Locker, we find out Locker's the starter all the way through. He wins the job. He's going to be started going to the season. Those three guys are available. Who do you take? I'm going to take Luck as my number one because he is a good passer who's going to have an opportunity to throw the ball because Indianapolis conceivably will be trailing in a lot of games. Luck is a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. If you look at his combine numbers compared to a guy like Cam Newton... Very similar, and if you watched him play when he was at Stanford, he was he was running over defending defensive backs. He was he knocked out some guy who had recovered a fumble. He caught you know he had a one handed catch against UCLA. He's an athletic guy, and when the Colts get down near the goal line, they don't really have that solid number one running back. And Luck is a big physical guy; he could be calling his own number. So I look for him to get like nine rushing touchdowns this year it doesn't it wow. doesn't seem wow. that's a lot of rushing it's touchdowns. a lot of rushing touchdowns but he's going to be the guy the way the nfl goes now if this was the old colts regime then they wouldn't they wouldn't be doing that they're not going to call peyton manning's number and things like that luck gives them that added dimension and a lot of people probably not guys who are scouting the league but a lot of people just don't think that he's athletic he really is so i go with him i would put rg3 as the second guy there because the reason i avoid him is because mike shanahan is his coach and he's just crazy. and he develops young quarterbacks. Oh no, wait, no, he doesn't he develop does. young quarterbacks. Have you That's also right. have you I also forgot. heard speaking of Shanahan the comments he made about Evan Royster? Loves him. He says, "Of course he, he does. He, he loves everybody. Of course, can't tackle him. He this loves and that. I would not be surprised if Royster becomes a starter. That's why I avoid everyone. I I am taking up." The, the Adam Rank flag and waving it. Of Shanahan Of Shanahan yeah. I, I want nothing to do with anything that Shanahan does in that backfield unless it's like my late flex starter or a fourth running back. I'll maybe take a chance on it. Too much risk. For me, out of those quarterbacks, it's RG3. And the fact of the matter is that... So wait, so you hate Shanahan? The backfield. Oh, backfield. The but, backfield. But, but the quarterback, backfield. oh, now I'll let him do it. Now i got to hear this. He's them. just as crazy. He can start Kirk he Cousins. He's completely he's different. But, he's not Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde when it comes to quarterbacks. Oh, with well, quarterbacks. Wait, well, <laughs> wait, so let me let me ask you guys a question. Okay. Uh, Jake Plummer's best fantasy season, who was his, who was his head coach? Marv Levy. No. Who was head coach at Arizona State when uh, he was a senior? It, oh it was Mike Shanahan. Snyder. Brian Greasy's best fantasy season. Who was head coach? Okay, Mike Shanahan. So you can't say that Shanahan can't develop a quarterback. He can't develop a quarterback. He's had successful quarterbacks fantasy from a fantasy perspective on his roster in the past. Uh, we, we'll leave John Elway out of that because John Elway was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Well, he also didn't draft him. But Jay Cutler. Um, he was pretty good. Yeah, he's done it, but he also so, so you can't say that that Shanahan's quarterbacks are garbage. He's, he, I think Robert Griffin III is in a very good position to succeed. Well, I think look, I think you can say look, Brian Greasy, his NFL career, he was a bust. Right, but the one or but two having good seasons, your best, but yeah, but having, he a, had having Jake a, Plummer led Jake them Plummer's to the AFC was, was Championship game, and they benched oh. him. Yeah, and, but, and, and but look, I'm Cutler, talking about Cutler's but, had problems. He's just starting to come around now. It, sh- I, I think that the situation. This is why I would go Locker actually first ahead of these guys, just because I think Locker's going to play in a better team. He's going to make plays with his feet too that we're not counting on, and I think Luck will struggle in games. He'll have more three, four interception games. It's close, but RG three for me is third behind those guys just because. 
you know they're not going to let him do his thing. And he's such a different quarterback than he's ever had before. As much as Shanahan can say, oh, you know what, yeah, I'll, Robert Griffin's going to come. No, no, they're going to try to put that square peg round hole, and he's going to struggle, and he's going to be stunted. What's it going to be? A month into the season where we see the headline one day, sources, RG3 not happy with offensive system. Right. You know, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm scared of RG3 this year. You know what, also with Jake Locker, though, the one thing I would fear is that they're going to be handing the ball off to Chris Johnson. And that's not really something that Andrew Luck is going to have to deal with in Indianapolis. I don't. I don't, <laughs> no, see them, I don't think so. I don't see him like handing the ball off a ton. But I like Locker and in his athleticism. Again, another guy who's probably not viewed as athletic as people are giving him credit for. He was drafted by the Anaheim Angels, you know. So he's he's an athletic guy. I like that too. But I still think with that, that's that offense is Chris Johnson's, and it's going to all go through him. Fabs, you're looking up Jake Plummer's stats. You're looking up no, his, just, uh, his best uh, fantasy right. season. In 2004 with the Broncos, he had over 4,000 passing yards. And, and again, remember, this is 2004. This isn't last year where everyone's right. throwing for 4,000 and 5,000. 27 touchdowns. He had 20 interceptions, but that was Jake. That was Jake Plummer's sort of mo. The following year, he had seven picks, which was much better, but he had fewer touchdown passes. Uh, so, and, and overall, in 2004, Plummer scored 28 touchdowns and threw for over 4,000 yards. I mean. That's that's pretty good. I like that. I mean, I'm not saying... And Plummer wasn't the greatest quarterback. Stop it. He was. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't, <laughs> don't start besmirching him. All right. Well, yeah. I, you know what but I remember about Plummer? Shanahan is, is beating quick. my Cowboys in the playoffs. Yeah. When he oh, was yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah. First win. Because that's the second time. Because they beat them in Jerry Maguire. And then they actually beat him ah. in real life. <laughs> Smith. Are those the last two times? You know I was in Jerry Maguire. Were you? Okay, I'll bite. You were in Jerry Maguire? No, I was in. Yeah, I was in that movie. Who were you? I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was Bob Sugar. No, I was, uh, I was fan number 50,138. Oh, you were at the game. I was at the game. Very nice. You know, it's funny because you see. That's a great performance by you, by the way. I felt I really brought it home. Yeah. You cheered when you were supposed to. Yeah, it was good. You know, and I was like, what? I threw my hands up. I I was really impressive. (laughs) I just, no, it's just funny because if you're in Los Angeles where we're filming and you like. You look at these comedians who always have their credits up, like, mm-hmm. hey, this guy was on, you know, The Love Boat. Or like, like, what? He's like, yeah, I was an infant. Okay, that's not that's not a credit. You weren't on there, like, starring on it. Like, a lot of times, like, I, I, I take offense because, you know, I'm the star of Fantasy Life, you know. Sure. I can use that as a credit. Okay. I give Rank a lot of credit. He had to gain a lot of weight for that role. <laughs> <laughs> But I still haven't lost. Wow, Dylan Milner, our producer, coming in with a big zinger right there. NFL Fantasy Live, Jason Smith, <laughs> Michael Fabiano, Adam Rank here on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Sirius 210, XM 87. Uh, real quick, let's get to this uh, quarterback new, or running back news. Second, We talk about Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Michael Lombardi, NFL Network, NFL.com, also reported that the guy who could be the favorite to be the starting running back in Indianapolis this year mm-hmm. is Edgerton, is Vic Ballard. You almost said Edgerton James. I know, I was kidding. I was going to say Joseph Adai, but he could actually go back there and be the starting running back again. That situation. But he says he likes Vic ba- Vic Ballard could be the guy. That's a situation where you could see a sleeper like Vic Ballard because Donald Brown, if you ever talk to Steve Weiss, he can't stand Donald Brown. Can't stand him. And he did have some good games last year. I believe he had over a five-yard carry uh, average, which, which, is, which is very good, but... I don't know that Donald Brown is a number one running back in the National Football League. He's been in the league long enough to prove that he isn't. And they've also got Delon Carter there. And again, Ballard is a guy who could sneak up the depth chart. Uh, that is certainly a situation to watch. 
because what is a rookie quarterback's best friend? Uh, a lot of times, it's it's a very effective running game. All right, so Vic if, that, Sowell, if, that, if that rookie quarterback wasn't Andrew Luck, okay, yeah, who's still who's good? They're going to let him throw as much as possible. But you never know. I mean, Ballard could be that it guy just because no. Because are you really going to be excited about drafting Donald Brown? It's no, a name to watch, not. and it's definitely a dynasty league name. And uh, I think that's a, a competition that you're going to have to keep tabs on because Donald Brown, to me, doesn't doesn't fit the mold of a. Number one NFL running back. I like that though. When you get, you know, when you get to the end of your draft and you're starting to pick out, and people like to go with familiar names. Somebody will take a flyer on Braylon Edwards, who you guys were talking about in the previous segment, or or somebody like that who's familiar. It's better just to have the guy who has the potential. Now you're going to miss on some of these guys. You know, they just don't work out, and and things you know just don't work out. You know, but you have a guy that will at one point start scoring touchdowns and then when all your when all your league mates are going to the going to the waiver wire trying to find this guy what ranks already got him how did he know <laughs> that's what i like doing well and you know the other thing i like about a guy like vic ballard is, is that look take a chance on him in, in the late rounds absolutely because by Go over the course of the season. If you're an involved owner and you're looking at the waiver wire every week and you're trying to pick people up and wave them, you will waive half of your roster yeah. by the time the season ends. You know, you're only gonna you will probably only stick with maybe six guys that you drafted. Everybody else is gonna there's gonna be a lot of turnover because you're looking for that right mix of guys. So taking a guy like Vic Ballard later, do I take Vic Ballard or you know do I do I sit here and, and go Jonathan Stewart? You know, all right, maybe I'll take a chance here because eventually, if three weeks go by and Jonathan Stewart does nothing, you're waving him. Where Ballard could be a guy you sit and stash. So you're gonna you're gonna wave half your roster anyway. Yeah, you got Bernard Scotts out there, Kendall Hunter. You know, like these names who are just kind of like, nah, I'm taking a chance on somebody. But Ballard has a chance to actually become a starter. You're not no. going to see Kendall Hunter become. Bernard Scott's gonna, not going to become a starter unless somebody gets injured. You can wait on that. Why not take somebody who has the sleeper potential to be a number one guy and to be the guy who has the job for the entire season? All right, you got your questions. 888-963-2682. That's 888-XM-FANTASY. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Adam Rank from the NFL Network and NFL.com. The NFL Fantasy Live crew will answer your questions. And also coming up next, what player's value has improved the most over the course of the last seven days and whose has decreased the most? We'll unlock that mystery as well as we continue on here on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Sirius 210, XM 87. Rock bands and fantasy football are a match made in heaven. You are listening to NFL Fantasy Live. Peace of mind, right? This was? True, yes. right? Peace of mind, yeah, Iron course. Maiden. Yeah, there we go. Greatest Iron Maiden song of all time. Go! Oh, Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. I think oh, Run, yeah, Run to the, the Hills. Hills. Good Run to the Hills is a good one. Uh, 22 Acacia Avenue. Oh, there's a place where we can go. You know go, what? It, it's go, funny. You go. can actually do a thing of like, what is the greatest Maiden song that they don't play in concert? Because I, I would go to oh. a because they never play the shows I've seen recently. Can I play with Madness? Holy Smoke? Yeah. And The Prisoner. Like oh, that, yeah, yeah, they could yeah, play yeah. all three of those. Like open with those, and I'd be very happy. They only do a couple, and they don't, they don't do like they don't do um, uh, Prowler. Which is the first oh, the yeah. first album, which is so good. They don't do Remember Tomorrow, which is like the very first heavy metal ballad that I can ever remember listening to. It's such a good song. They could do- such a there's so many songs. It's like Prince. All right, I can't. I can only do so many songs because I have so many of them. They could do. They're doing uh, shows out here in Southern California coming up. 
they they're doing two dates in Irvine. You could do that. Like one day, here's this, we're playing these songs, and then the next day, play an entirely different set list. Both of them would be worth going to. Oh, and people would buy tickets. You could buy tickets for both days. I would go. Yeah. All these. Wow, we're not going to repeat one. It's a no repeat Tuesday. No repeat. Is what you called it. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Adam Rank from NFL Network and NFL.com. This is NFL Fantasy Lives. We get set to kick off our season on the internet and then on NFL Network on September 2nd. We go six days a week, hour a day of all your fantasy knowledge. Speaking of fantasy knowledge, get to your calls coming up in a second. 888-963-2682. That's 888-XM-FANTASY. But first, as promised, the player whose fantasy value has risen the most in the last week, and the player whose value has decreased the most. They just so happen to play in the same team. They just so happen to play in the same position. All reports we're getting out of Tampa Bay is basically Doug Martin has won the starting running back job. He's been so impressive in camp. Greg Schiano has had all kinds of effusive praise for him. They, they took him in the first round for a reason. LeGarrette Blunt is not even getting reps in camp now. Suddenly, he went, in fact, in our expert league draft. I don't, I don't know if LeGarrette Blunt got drafted until the 14th round. His value has fallen so far. Now, he may even go to undraftable. I mean, he, he, you, know, you don't even know if he's going to make the team at this point. Yeah, listen, Doug, Doug Martin was a sleeper the second he got drafted in the first round by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because but where is he now? We saw LeGarrette Blunt last year. He's very one-dimensional. He can run the ball. He's athletic. He, he can't catch. He can jump. He can't catch, and he can't block. And anytime you're a running back in the NFL who can't block, you're going to lose reps. You're going to lose time on the field. Martin can do it all. He can catch the ball to the backfield. Obviously, he's a very, very good runner, and... He can block. He can pick up the blitz. And that's huge when you're talking about running back position. Uh, and I know, Jason, you didn't like him because he went to Boise State, but I don't care about Boise State. I'm they still taking him. They don't put guys in. So they guys they, don't do well in the NFL out of Boise State. Listen, so, I mean. So you're going to condemn I, I, the whole I'll, I'll school? Ta- yes. I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him as my flex. And at some point very soon, I think he could end up moving into RB2 land in a 10-team league. Um, sixth round? You've seen it. I think he, right now his ADP on, on NFL.com is right around six and seven. I think he could start sneaking into round five. And if you keep hearing positive reports about him, he could even sneak into round four potentially in a 12-team league. But, again, there's no guarantees with these rookie running backs. Last year we all loved Mark Ingram, and he ended up not being as good as we thought he would be. Uh, so it's not like this is a guarantee. And this is the big thing about the running back position this year, guys. You tell me, Adam, Jason, outside of Arian Foster, LaShawn McCoy, and Ray Rice, give me a sure thing at the position. A sure thing. Can you name any? Not, not a guy that I think. A like sure a, not, thing. Not like a Ryan Matthews who I think is going to have a breakout year. Adam, a sure thing at the running back position, not named Rice, McCoy, or Foster. I'm sorry. I was looking up Iron Maiden tickets. <laughs> I I forgot to get them. It's my fault. <laughs> Ryan Matthews, he, uh, he's a sure thing. Let me tell you something. I, I love him. I don't understand because everybody, I have Darren McFadden as my number 18 running back, and everybody's like in my grill on Twitter at Adam Rank going, oh, why do you have him so low? I'm like, yeah, you're right. He's been so healthy for so many years. How could I possibly downgrade this guy who has who's played one full season out of four? It, it, Forgive me. I know. That's my fault. And then Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews played in 14 games last year, and he's the one who gets all the jokes about being hurt all the time. Like, what? What am I watching? Like, he was healthy last year. He had a good season last year, and now you got rid of the touchdown vulture, Mike Tolbert. 
Yeah, he's a sure thing. I say no problem with Ryan Matthews. So, so he's even, my solid number four. Even if we have four, okay, that's not a lot, man. No, it's not. That's not a lot. And so you're going to see guys like Doug Martin who are starting to get all of this publicity in training camp for, for playing so well and, and picking up blitzes and, and doing all the intangibles that are going to keep him on the field uh, week in and week out. You're going to see guys like this start moving up uh, in terms of ADP. Definitely a guy that you're going to want to target. I, I don't know if I'm comfortable drafting him as a two in a 10-team league, as a high-end flex, at least right now at the end of July. But his value is rising for sure. All, all I know it? is if I'm looking at my team and I see Doug Martin in my RB2 spot, I'm not happy with my team. <laughs> Sight unseen, I'm not happy that I had to draft. Because there's, so there's other guys out there I'd rather take a chance on. I'll take a chance on DeMarco Murray even though he couldn't stay healthy because of his upside. There's, well, there's other younger running backs that I think, okay, this guy is going to come through. I just see Doug Martin. I think, really, is, is he going to suddenly be a star on the Bucks who are going to throw the football more? Because that's what they really did was to upgrade the passing game. And Josh Freeman's a guy I like a lot. He's, he's a sleeper for me. Okay, this here's, he's the big bang. Here's, Here's right de devil's advocate here, okay? Um, and then we got to take some phone calls, Jason. Give me the the running back, Adam, that you would draft. Doug Martin over Frank Gore? Oh, Doug Martin. Over Michael Turner? Doug Martin. Steve Jackson? Steve Jackson. Ahmad Bradshaw? Ahmad Bradshaw. Fred Ooh. Jackson? Fred Jackson. Darren Sproles? I'm taking these guys. Yeah, Darren Sproles. Okay. I'll take Darren Sproles. Reggie Bush? <laughs> Uh, I um, so I know those, good those to guys to me are like all that. low end twos or high end threes. So let's take some phone calls here, guys. First, we're going to take a call from Vance in Mississippi. He's got a question about a bonus point league. Vance, welcome to NFL Fantasy Live. Thank you guys so much. Okay, it's a 16 team league, and it is all family members. Uh, so there's a little added. Uh, Wait, sixteen team? Wow! Wait, you hold a big on. Family, man. Sixteen team league, and it's well, all family members. What is this, the Mitt Romney family? <laughs> it's cousins and aunts and uncles. It's not the Dennis Rodman family or anything oh, like okay. that. Guys. If it was uh, the Romney anyway, family, can you imagine what the stakes are each year? It's got to be like a million dollars a person. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, it's basically what they call the Benjamin bonus. Every hundred. You get a point. So 100 rushing or receiving yards, one point. 200, two points. 303, and it counts for quarterbacks as well. So I want to ask you this. Uh, my mom has a number one overall pick, so she asked me to ask you guys, would you go quarterback, which is five points per passing touchdown, six receiving and rushing, in the first round, under, like just no question because of the bonus points. This is a great question because Fabs, I know you and I are on opposite sides of the spectrum. Well, not, well, no. This is this is a completely different situation. You're talking about bonus points, where you get a point for every hundred yards, regardless of. Of course, it's a quarterback. It's Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. How do you not take him? Number one, I love Arian Foster, but you're you're basically getting an extra three points off the bat. With Aaron Rodgers, he's going to throw for 300 yards most games, right? Yeah, well, with any any elite quarterback, that's what you're I'm saying. Get that bonus. Plus, you're going to get the the rushing yards and all the touchdowns, and it's five points for a passing touchdown. Yes. In this situation, it's a quarterback. It's the way it should be in fantasy football. Quarterback should be worth more. Yeah, I don't like the leagues where you you get only like four points for a touchdown pass. Like he's working hard. I mean, it evens out. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so Vince, I, I think the, I think the answer that we all agree on here is Aaron Rodgers. And tell your mom we said hello and good luck this year in the uh, sixteen team family draft. 
I like it. 16. How deep I do like you think it. the family goes? Do you think it's like second cousins are playing? Could be. Yeah, I don't even know if they all know each other. <laughs> Could be. You yeah. met him. Remember, you met him at the reunion five years ago. He was a short guy with a mustache. Remember him? Yeah, he's got a team. Like, right, oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's stick with the phones and go to Jim <laughs> in Michigan, who's got a keeper question. Jim, you're on NFL hey, Fantasy Live. Uh, great show. Thanks, man. Um, I, uh, I got a question. I got, I'm in a league where where if you draft him last year, you can keep him uh, two rounds earlier, the, the year after. But I can only keep two of these guys. And uh, one of them, I got Cam Newton. I can keep him for a 10th-round pick, so he's pretty much a lock. But then I've also got Julio Jones in the 5th, and I've got Steven Ridley in the 12th. I'll tell you something, my man. I love me some Julio Jones. I think Ridley's a good value for a 12th-round pick, especially because Joseph Adai failed that conditioning test, and he's gone now. He's out of the mix. But I love Julio Jones. I'm telling you, I, I think he could be a top five receiver in fantasy this year. I think you can hear it in his voice. I think Jim was trying to say that I'm his favorite one from Fantasy Life. So, Jim, let me help you out. Julio Jones, you have to keep this guy. I, I love Steven Ridley, but you're going to be able to draft him. You don't even know. Belichick has a little bit of the Shanahanigans in him where it could be him, it could be Vereen, it could be, it could be Sam Cunningham. You just don't know. So I would say Julio Jones, Cam Newton. You got a great start to your team. I'd go Sam Cunningham ahead of all those guys. <laughs> I mean, he was, you know, he they, you couldn't. Yeah, there wasn't a better nickname than Bam. I mean, Sam Bam Cunningham. I mean, better than Byron Bam Morris. He yeah. was the better Bam. <laughs> I think that's where he was. NFL Fantasy Live. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Adam Reich. You want to get in? Get your questions in via Twitter as well. Sirius XM Fantasy. The number is eight 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 nine six three two six eight two. That's eight 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 XM Fantasy. We'll get to some more of your thoughts coming up next hour on the show. We're also going to continue to to break down all the big news, including there is one team whose acquisition of a player has taken down the draft value of every single player. On that team, we'll get into that as well, and also more information. We know now that Kevin Cobb is going to start Sunday for the Arizona Cardinals in their first game. We'll see if he has any fantasy value as well. And all the other big wide receiver news. Who's showing up big in camp so far? A couple of guys you might want to keep your eye on. Once again, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, and Adam Rank, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. We are on Sirius 210 XM 87. Hour 2 of NFL Fantasy Live rolls on next. Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.